Welcome back. This is Fantastic Pains and How We Hide Them. And I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. But we're here together. As always. Indeed. And we have a new um, kind of grouping of ideas to talk about today. Yes. But I think first we should start with our weekly uh, recap. Well, yeah, that's important. That's very important. You want to go uh, first? First. First things first. You want to do... What is May? Oh, yeah. We're in we're in EDS Awareness Month. That's the whole point of recording this one. Be aware of zebras. <laughs> we exist. <laughs> Everybody out there, you're validated. We <laughs> see you. Seriously. Into your soul. It's important. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Make yourself visible this month. Oh. Educate those around you. But but don't do it in ways that'll make shed bad light on us. Like don't don't go around and like limp onto people and be like, "Oh no, I'm a zebra." <laughs> it's not really socially acceptable. You can just maybe tell people about it, but I wouldn't do the like, "Oh no." Let's avoid that. Just fall down the stairs and take as many people out as you can. <laughs> And then at the bottom go, I'm a zebra, and then walk away. Okay, we all do that anyways, so that's okay. You can do that, because that's going to happen to any... That I swear to God, someone's going to fall down the stairs, and they're going to think about us. Because <laughs> I fell down the stairs this morning, so... <laughs> I Thank God I was holding the rails, but my right knee gave out. I was walking, and then, boom, down, and I'm like, oh, here we go. Yes. <clears throat> Assume the position, I'm going down. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it is EDS Awareness Month, so I don't know. Share share on social media. Indeed. That's a good way to do it. Should we tell them where sh- where they can find us? Uh, us? We're on Spotify now as an, a legit podcast and on YouTube at the moment. We're trying to spread out some more, but that's what we got for now. Yep. Which is better than nothing. Yeah. I'll take it. So there's a couple places you can find us, and there will be more later. Yeah, if you just search Fantastic Pains, just Fantastic Pains on Spotify, you'll find us. Same on YouTube. Yep. We're like the first result. It's great. Yeah, no one else is using that name yet. I know. <laughs> we can thank my husband for that. Yes, I will. It's it's a it's a good one. <laughs> I am grateful for the name. All right, weekly check-in. Yeah. You want to go first? You had some fun stuff this week. I had fun, and I'm trying to... I want to go in order. The beginning of the week sucked. Bad. We had storms again. Yep. Major storms. And I, all week, have been hot, cold and achy i thought i was I'm sick. sweaty yeah all week oh my god like my hands are sweaty now <laughs> it's because i turned off the air for what five minutes I now know. <laughs> now it's like oh god it's only 60 degrees in this room how am i surviving i can't regulate my own temperature it's been Mm-mm. terrible Mm-mm. me either all week i like i barely slept all week there i was awake for three days until last night that too yeah i I've been having, like, really disturbed sleep. Like That's not good. I just wake up and I'm like, I'm late for a thing. And then my oh, brain's like, no, I did that not. for the you're appointment. Fine. On Friday, I had an appointment and I kept, I was sleeping on the couch and I kept waking up every five minutes like, oh, I'm going to miss it. Uh-huh. Even though Jen was coming to get me and she wouldn't let me miss it. So yeah. I don't know what that was about. Yep. Brain you know. was like, we can't rest. There uh-huh. is no rest. <laughs> not for me or you. <laughs> Let's see. Um. I didn't have anything major all week except for that appointment. So I went in to talk about fatigue and we met with my beautiful doctor. He's a wonderful man and I love him so much. <laughs> He's very nice. We, I, like I didn't have to like what's the what's the way to word it? I didn't have to like sugarcoat it. Right, you didn't, didn't have to have, like Right, I wasn't like, "Oh no, I have this 
this thing, maybe would you look at it? Because uh-huh. I don't, you know. That way you have to kind of like sidle up to it and exactly. like do the crab walk right. to approach the issues so that they don't think you're self-diagnosing. Exactly. Because I don't want to seem like a WebMD patient. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I hate that when they're like, oh, well, you know, you just read about this. It's not what, you know, you need. Right. He wasn't like that. He, I told him straight up, I was like, I'm fatigued all the time to the point where I can't function most days. And he's like, sounds like, um, what, the, the narcolepsy. I was like, well, I'm not crashing. I just don't have the energy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. And I told him that I was on Concerta before. And he's like, oh, I can do that again. Yeah, that's fine. We'll do Concerta. And if it doesn't work, I have this other one that might work even better. And I was like, oh. That's awesome. Yeah. And he also complimented me and my wife, which was wonderful. Made me blush real hard. <laughs> he said that we were both well-informed and we should be doctors. So, I mean, you're you're getting advice from someone who should be a doctor. According to a doctor. From a doctor. <laughs> one I'm, out of one doctor. I'm basically doctor adjacent. <laughs> <laughs> doctor adjacent. <laughs> Please don't take anything I say as medical advice yeah, ever. Yeah, please. Like, let's get that out there real quick. This yeah. is our experience, and uh, we come from a weird background where we learned very strange coping skills. Yes. So. <laughs> take the skills if they work for you. If they don't work for you, drop them and find something better. <laughs> but we're not doctors. Or therapists, for that matter. I don't know about you. I'm pretty much a therapist. I was born a therapist. We're like each other's therapists. Well, yeah. But, you know. That's fair. Yeah, you have to pay for that. Sorry, guys. We'll get an OnlyFans for therapy. It's <laughs> <just thinking> <laughs> <laughs> OnlyFans time, guys. There's our mind bullets for the yeah. day. What about your week? You had a fun week. So my week was a little bit interesting. Let's back up though, because last time we did recap, we missed the the breast lump. Oh yeah, yeah. Which was great fun, and I find this extremely amusing. Um, so a couple weeks ago. I had like this really bad itch in my chest and I was like, what is that? It itched really bad. And then overnight it bloomed into a big fat bruise. It was huge. Yeah. And you saw it like it was huge and dark and purple right away. And I was like, what in God's name is this? (laughs) And then a few days later, I noticed that there was this like lump underneath it. I was like, what is this? So I went and talked to my doctor and he was like, let's get an ultrasound. So I go to the ultrasound appointment. And I'm explaining, like, what happened, and she's looking, and she initially thought it was a cyst, and I was like, it's below skin level. And she's like, but it feels pretty superficial. I'm like, no, I have thin skin. Yeah. (laughs) My tissues don't hold together correctly. (laughs) So we're doing the ultrasound, and she's looking at it, and she's like, I can't figure out what this is. It's like this lump that's just filled with fluid. And so I'm explaining what happens with the bruising where I'm like, sometimes my veins just explode and it bleeds into the skin. And I think that's what happened because the like massive bruise. And she's like, okay, let's find out. And so she turns on the like heat vision portion. Yeah. And right underneath this bump um, is this like, it's like the size of my pinky, this huge blood vessel. And she was like, holy crap, I think you're right. That's so weird. (laughs) And so she's like, all right, so let me go get the doctor. And the doctor comes in and he's talking to me about it. And he goes, yeah, this is actually something that we we see pretty commonly after car accidents (laughs) (laughs) because of seatbelts. Yeah. And so I am very tickled and amused that my body inflicted a car accident injury on itself for For no no reason. reason. So that was that was enjoyable and ridiculous. Yeah. Funny. So that was the the week before last. Yep. <clears throat> and then I had massage this week, mm-hmm. which was fantastic. Like, 
every time I go see him, it's just amazing. <laughs> he just, he understands that I know my body. Yeah. And so we work very well together. So my massages when I go are not like nice massages. Everyone's always like, oh, I'm jealous. I want a massage. And I pay a big man to beat me up for an hour. <laughs> um, that's what I do. Yeah, he works on all the scar tissue and yes. all the fun things, which yep. is not a fun feeling. It's not like a gentle massage. It's the kind where they get in there and they grind the tissue up so that your body can yep. eat away at it. Uh-huh. Oh. So oh. if I don't leave with bruises, we were not productive enough. <laughs> if I'm not I left with bruises, so that's oh, good. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> but the more I talk to him, the more I am kind of chasing down this theory of um abdominal adhesion mm. because i have gut pain that causes chest pain and there are pressure points when we're working on the massage where he'll get right, right below my belly button and i can feel it bloom through my whole chest yeah. which is just super weird um so i <laughs> emailed my gastro and i was like i don't even know if this is the right question to be asking or the right person to be asking but what would this look like if it was internal like abdominal adhesions so i'm waiting to hear oh, back for I that i was hoping there was an answer i know they were supposed to get back to me yesterday and they never did because they don't know he's yeah. like i have no idea right because i'm like they're really hard to diagnose because you can't see them yeah sometimes you can see the effects of them in the gut because what they do is they like wrap around right they can twist the yeah and the then intestine. they can kink off the intestines yeah so that's my like working theory right now <laughs> And I'm hoping that that'll just be like, hey, yeah, let's go in there and see what we can cut up. I have a feeling he's going to get back to you and be like, ah, that's not my specialty. I know. And then send you somewhere else. I feel like I have to see like a general surgeon or something. Right. But I don't know how to go about doing that. So now we're waiting to see if he can direct me to the correct people. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think what else was there. Oh, I almost passed out at work. Yeah. Which was kind of a bummer. I saw you. I saw the aftermath of that day. That was not pleasant. I came over here and I was just in so much pain because I had just like horrible, horrible gut pain. Mm-hmm. And I came over here and I was just laying on the couch. <laughs> it's true. It you were only here for like 10 minutes too. Yeah. And then you were like, I got to go before I'm done. I was so fried. I was so fried. And it was just, I was just frustrated and mad at myself because I'm like, this is something I save for like, I don't know, like we're cagey. Yeah. We are like the people who are like, let me go lick my wounds in a dark cave. Don't come near me. Don't look at me. Right. Don't look at me while I'm feeling vulnerable. Exactly. <laughs> so I got up to leave my room to go do awards for the kids because they just finished another round of testing. Poor things. Um, and so I got up to leave my room. And this is my favorite part because my code word at home has been, uh-oh. <laughs> I don't know why. That's just what comes out of my mouth. And then I hit the floor. Yeah. So... I'm walking with my coworker and I just go, uh oh, uh oh, and I sit down on the floor. That's what you're supposed to do. I mean, right. you did the right thing. I'm very good at getting to the floor. I'm good at not passing out. I'm good at getting to the floor. Yeah, but you like to take the like it's, scenic route. I take it with a bit of grace, I'd like to think. It's more of a, a swoosh. It's like a topple. Yeah. Timber. It's not a, a collapsing I just go building. Straight down. I'm like a tree falling in the floor. There you go. <laughs> a tree you're, building. You're a collapsing building. Yeah. I go straight down. Yeah. <laughs> My kid handled it well, the kid who was with me. She was oh, just God. kind of like looking on like, okay, what do we do now? And then I had two coworkers there, one of whom was like, you good? 
you need anything? What can I do for you? And I was like, I'm good. I just need to sit here. And another coworker who, poor thing, I probably scared the crap out of her. But that like fussy mom thing. Yeah. Where I'm yeah. like, no, I'm really fine. And I'm trying to like hold it together because I'm, I'm mad at myself mm-hmm. the whole time. And I'm trying not to like bite well, anybody's like head off. I yeah. can imagine like that's got to make it way it like, worse. It feels so compromising. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, it sucks at home when, yeah. when, like, my when our grandfather who lives with us sees me doing shit like that. I'm always like, <laughs> like when my mother-in-law sees it, she's exactly. like, "Are you cut? Like, is it your blood sugar?" I'm like, "No, it's literally it's like this horrible squeezing feeling right near my diaphragm." Yeah, and then I go down. <laughs> God. So I've learned to recognize that one because it's different from the lightheadedness mm-hmm. by far. The lightheadedness is one thing that we've been like dealing with forever mm-hmm. and the dizziness because that's just dysautonomia. But then this was just, these were different. But yeah, no, it feels, it feels compromising and I didn't like it. And then the next day I felt bad because I'm like, I'm sure I scared them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so then I have to come in and like explain and my poor coworkers like, I didn't think you'd be here today. I never think of that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like how other people that don't even know about it, how that, how, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's just so normal for us anymore. Well, and it's that, like, again, it's the curse of high functioning. Yeah. Where they're not used to seeing that mm-hmm. at all. Well, oh, and then... It's like being a high functioning alcoholic. You gotta hide your disease. Right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's a really sad comparison. It, but it's apt. It's accurate, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can go to work. I can see people. I can be grumpy sometimes. And I'm gonna hide my addiction. Yep. Which is my pain. <laughs> I'm addicted to hurting. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh and this week was weird, too, because my body decided that it was MCAS time. Oh, yeah, you had that hive. Still. Still. I still have a rash on my neck. From the like, weather. Still. And then I have this, like, weird patch where the rash was, where yeah. the, like, texture of my skin has completely changed. Oh, God. And I think that was probably what was causing so much gut pain was my body was just like, we're allergic to everything. Time to swell. We are allergic to life now, and uh, there's nothing you can do about it. Good luck. So that was my week. <laughs> it's been a long one. Eventful. It was a long one. I'm I just tired. avoided people as for as much as I could. I didn't want to be grumpy and mean, <laughs> which is bad for the kids. I feel so bad for them when they're like, can we hang out? And I'm like, not right now. And they're like, but you're not doing anything. It's like, I'm not doing anything for a reason. Yeah. Well, and it's hard because you're like... You feel like you have to protect other people from you when mm-hmm. you're in pain. My therapist, like, shattered my whole perception that one day. Where he oh, was yeah. like, would it be so bad if people could help you? And I was like, yes, absolutely it would be that bad. <laughs> I don't need that. Well, here's the problem that I have. I want people to help me sometimes, but then there's nothing that can be done anyway. Exactly. So then it's like you build up that, the same thing. where It's like, just don't bother. Don't tell me that you're going to help because there's nothing you can do. Right. Well, and like, I think it was Jen who told me it was like labor where you're like, I don't know what I want, but I know what I don't want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So my husband will be like grabbing my back and I'm like, okay, don't touch me. Can't do it. Sorry. Yeah. That was not what I wanted. I felt that. I didn't need you doing that. Now I feel it. Now I'm upset. Like, don't touch me. I'm not in the mood. Yep. Yeah. And then other times he's like, what can I do? And I'm like, pet me. Exactly. (laughs) Just pet me. (laughs) <laughs> that thing that I just yelled at you Physical for the other day. affection, please. Do it. Yeah. Well, and that goes back to like being explicit mm. with what you need. And sometimes like I have to just look at him and go, I don't know what I need. Um, so I'm not like hinting at anything. 
Oh it, God. I don't need anything. Yeah. I'm being considering because I don't know what I need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I hate like, that when you think you're hinting about something. Right. He's like, do you want an ice pack? And I'm like, um, no. And he's like, oh, I'll go get you one. And I'm like, no, really? I was like <laughs> yeah. considering whether or not I wanted that. So yeah, it's been, it's been a week. Yeah. But we're glad to be back. It's true. It was hard getting through, started this morning, but I know. worth it. So we wanted to kind of talk about, we've noticed this phenomenon and I've noticed it on um, TikTok a little bit too, where when we're talking about like symptoms, we say we a lot, Mm -hmm. like we use the plural, which is interesting. Um, And I got called out for it one day and I, I had never like thought about it, but it's really that like you have to be separate from your body and your experience in order to stay sane. Mm -hmm. And so we have this tendency to separate from the body. So the mind and the body are... There's you, and then there's your your meat suit. Exactly. There's different entities. Yeah. Well, and it helps you. That way it's it's like you're not saying, I have EDS. The body has EDS. Mm -hmm. I can handle the body, but I'm not the problem. Right. Well, and I think it helps to like... I don't know. It's interesting because when we talk about like dysmorphia yeah. and things like that, um, I think we have a very strange kind of dysmorphia <laughs> very where specific. we can't like reconcile the body as the self. Right. Um, no, I can see that. Yeah. And it kind of leads to like we've talked about before where we, we get in those lows and we're like, I'm going to punish myself yeah. by doing something that will cause more pain. <laughs> yeah. I deserve a clean house and a hurt body. Exactly. I love that line. <laughs> Past me was brilliant. That was the only good thing he said. Lies. But okay. I don't even know if that episode's out yet. It is, I think it is. Okay. Is that two or three? It might be three. Three is already out. Three is, well, they'll all be out by this point. Yes. When you guys hear this. Well, no, no, because this might, this might be four. Oh, that's true. This might go out before uh, because I want to get it out for EDS Awareness Month. True. Don't worry about it. What are you worrying about? What? Who cares what order this is? This is my problem. Leave me alone. I'll handle this. <laughs> I got this. <sighs> Some people. Other people's parents. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. So we, we use we a lot. Um, and my massage therapist had the best idea when he decided that my body's name is Karen. <laughs> that was great. So now I walk around <clears throat> and my coworkers are like, how's Karen treating you today? And I'm like, she is an asshole. <laughs> yeah. You told me the other day I was, when I was dying, you were like, how's Karen? Like, I'll try talking to her, but it's not, she doesn't really listen so much no. as complain. It mostly complain. Yeah. I'm like, there is no manager. I don't know what to tell you. You got to wait. Yeah. You can yell at God when we get there. I don't know. <laughs> just, cut, just wait it out. <laughs> So yeah, we use the the plural a lot. Yes. I'm like, we had this problem or we have this going on. And I think it's like, for us specifically, I think it's also a trauma response that we like mm-hmm. have to take the victimhood away. Yeah. And so I think we use it that way as well. I think it's a then lot you're not, of it. Yeah. Then you're not a victim to your condition. Exactly. You are separate from your condition. Um the body has the condition and you unfortunately have to deal with the body. Yeah. So that, that was the articulation I was looking for. There we go. All right. You did it. You got there. It before took me. me a minute to get there, but I got there. You did it. That's what you're here for. I always have to think out loud. 
it's terrible. Oh, yeah, it's the worst. I hate when you do it and we figure things out. <laughs> and commiserate. <laughs> you can commiserate together or you can commiserate by yourself. Yeah. You can commiserate by yourself or you can commiserate with, with a, friend. a friend. That's what it is. Get it right. My my classic one-liners. I love your one-liners. Oh, They're stupid. fabulous. Just, I feel bad. <laughs> I struggled with my gas cap earlier today. <laughs> Oh, is it one of those days? Are you feeling weak? Yes. Oh. Like, that's how it was after, like, my passy out time. And mm-hmm. then I just spent the next whole day. Sorry for slurping. <laughs> I feel really bad about mouth noises on this. <laughs> I apologize. I hate it, too. I do not apologize. I can't edit them out. I'm not that good. One day. You'll <laughs> one day I'll be one so day. anal attentive that I can sit there and be like, mm-hmm. That's, and then that two seconds is gone. And then that two seconds is gone. And that... Yeah. I'm just going to start making mouth noises just to bother you. You know, when you did that last time, (laughs) I had to go through that and I was dying. I was like, no, 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 no. And then I was doing it and I was like, why did I do that? I regret everything. Because I drag you down. I'm a bad influence. (laughs) If I go down, I'm taking you with me. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so I'm very curious, actually, um, if you guys want to go to YouTube, leave us a comment. Let us know. Because I'm curious to know. If, if anyone else has that. Yeah. If that's just kind of a survival survival phenomena. Um, or if you guys kind of think differently. I feel it's a good a good portion of people are like that. Yeah. They have to. Right. For the same reasons. Like, it's... It's interesting. And it's not it's something that I've ever heard, like, talked about. Where yeah. we are very much like, I hate my body, but not in the way other people <laughs> right. do. Well, and that kind of goes into, the, like, your perception of self, too. Oh, my God. Because I don't... I don't know. When I got ill, I stopped thinking about how I was presenting to the world necessarily. So I never had that like self-conscious piece. Right. It was like my face is other people's problem. Yeah. I only have to look at me if I want to. So there's that. Um, but yeah, like I don't consider it for its looks or I think, what was it I used to say? I wish I had the luxury of hating my body for what it looked like. Yeah. Well, you said that to somebody, burned the crap out of somebody. And yeah. They probably died. <laughs> I mean. The sun came crashing down on them. Right. Well, they were, oh, it was online. Someone was complaining about their weight or something, right? Yeah. Well, because it was like, we were talking about weight and they were like, um, well, that's easy for you to say. Cause oh, because I, I yeah. I'm slim or I was slim at the time. <laughs> so am I. I'm just the slimmest. <laughs> but I was under, underweight at the time and yeah. people used to be like, oh, I'm so jealous. And I'm like, but my body sucks. Don't be jealous. There is no jealousy here. It's time for meds. No, it's not. What was that? That was an old med alarm that I have not deleted. (laughs) So it was time for meds at some point. A long time ago. In the long, long ago. (laughs) I was like, is it already three? No, it's when I was doing um, the muscle relaxers four times a day. Oh, God. The methocarbamol? Yep. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. But it wasn't helping, so we stopped. (laughs) Which is good, because I'm less fatigued. Less. Not 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 on fatigued. All the muscle relaxers. Just less fatigued. Yeah. <laughs> like how 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 that changes plans is a good one. That's it. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good segue. Talking about self perception, <clears throat> like that's a lot of it. Yeah. A lot of the depression for me came from the, the having to change plans all the time, mm-hmm. and especially when we didn't know what the problem was. Because I had I had goals. I was going to go to college. I was going to finish college and be an architect, and I was going to go and then I was going to work on uh, electronics mm-hmm. after that. But every time I would try and do stuff, I would always get burned out. I'd run out of spoons, even if I was trying my goddamn best. Like, uh Well, what is it that I said in episode two? 
um, that was like making long-term goals is a good way to set yourself <laughs> Did up you to, for disappointment. Comment? Yeah. Yeah. It's a was, whole mood. It is. It's very much a mood. Yeah. And I mean, I understand that it's not necessarily healthy and that you're supposed to have goals for yourself. Yeah. But at the same time, when with EDS, it's so changing. You got to be malleable. Yeah. You every be year to... is different from the year before. Right. Like, I think this year I'm better. I'm doing better than last year. Which is really good. Yeah. So like I'm I'm able to do this even, which right. I couldn't have done last year. But yeah. who knows? Like next year I might be like it could be way worse. I could have like multiple joint issues and major surgeries and Right. Who knows? Right, exactly. And yeah, surgery changes planes a lot. Yeah. When you think about like and and learning that you have limitations. I think it's it, well in the beginning especially, right? Yeah. Like, when when you first for some people getting the diagnosis is is like um, a death sentence because it it changes things yeah majorly right so but I think for us diagnosis was a relief because yes. we had already hit that point of like there's something that's going on and it's preventing me from doing the things I want to do which was harder I think yeah. in a way because this unknown force is affecting your entire life and you don't know what it is or why it is or even if it's real. Exactly. Like, is yeah. the doubt is huge, mm-hmm. and like learning that you can trust yourself, and and I mean that's scary too. Because when you want to talk to a doctor about an issue, mm. you don't want them to turn around and be like, "Oh, everyone has that," or like, "Oh, you're making it up," or right? Yeah, so, especially when it's the, all the little things form a bigger whole, and they mm-hmm. won't look at it that way. They're like, "Well, these are all small problems that you know everybody could have," and unrelated. Yeah. No, but they're very related. Sorry. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, and I think plans changing. For me, I've learned to be pretty flexible. Like, I have an easier time of it now. Um, but it was. It was hard coming, like, out of high school. And I remember having to quit uh, dive because yeah. my shoulder wouldn't stop dislocating. And I was so frustrated because I was like, I found a sport that I like and that I could be good at. And I can't do it. You would have been really good at it. I think, maybe. But it was it was hard to like admit that my body is going to prevent me from doing the things I want right. to do. Well, at that point, it's in your head. You know, it's you're the problem, not right. Which goes back to separating yourself from the body. Uh-huh. Like once you know it's your body, then it's you know not your fault. It's yep. it's what you're in. Yeah, <laughs> the car we drive. Oh man, I I lost. I've lost so many good jobs that I like loved because of this. It it's been rough. And I, college. Yeah. I tried college three times. I struggled through my bachelor's. Yeah. Like it took me like five years, six years, but you've got five and it, a half though. years to get it done. And it was hard because at that point, my husband wasn't quite as understanding as he is now. So it was always this like, why can't you do this? Right. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and that was frustrating. And it was hard. It was really hard to be like, I get home from work and I have absolutely no spoons left. How am I supposed to sit down and write a paper? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah plans problem. changing is. Fatigue and, and, and body failure in general. Mm-hmm. Just got in the way of so many things. Yeah. Well, I remember when I was directing... Um, it was an e- not an ELC, um, a before and after care program. Yeah. And I had to stop because I just couldn't. See, stuff I like that. I couldn't do it. Like I lost that job at Michigan doing RAM. That mm-hmm. was my dream job. 
and then I did. I got a job working at um, uh, at a micro microchip manufacturer, basically. Like, oh, not okay. microchip, but um, what am I think? PCB boards, like making special motherboards for people and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. And I would go over the blueprints and make sure it was all intolerance and stuff. I liked that job too. Mm-hmm. Couldn't keep it. I worry sometimes, like, and that's why, like, I can't look too far ahead. I have yeah. to be mindful and be present. And learning to do that, I think, that's huge. Changed a lot for me, and it was, it helped me to not fall into that trap of feeling sorry for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there are times, and it and it, it is okay to take a minute and feel sorry for yourself, but being mindful of what you're doing and how you're doing it and what you're doing. I just said that. <laughs> um, or why you're doing it. Yeah. Um, and learning to like communicate internally has been really huge and like self-talk and all of oh, that. Oh God. Is... My self-talk is a mess. <laughs> I'm still supposed to be working on it. She thinks that I'm doing better. It's not great. <laughs> it's a war zone in here. <laughs> Well, and I think that's why the separation is great because yeah, I can fantastic. abuse my body all I want without hurting myself internally. That just sounds like you're in a bad relationship. I know. Your body's <laughs> got the rough end of a deal. Unfortunately, it kind of does, but it abuses me back. <laughs> so I it's verbally, fair. I verbally it's... abuse my body and Domestic it physically violence is okay abuses me. They're both violent. So my it's violence is verbal and its violence is physical. <laughs> it's beating me and I'm insulting it. Great. <laughs> Wonderful. I taunt it. Perfectly every healthy. Day. <laughs> but learning to separate the two, then I can like vent my frustration. Yeah. And be like, why are you having such a problem? Mm-hmm. Like, I hear you. I see that you're upset. I'm sorry. There's not a lot we can do about it. Get your shit together. Well, yeah. I mean, that helps you mentally. Yeah. A lot. Well, it helps kind of like sort it out. Yeah. And that differentiation is just super important. Yep. Yep. I think we might have to call it for there. So on that lovely note. <laughs> <laughs> we always have the best endings. I know. Right when it gets dark, we're like, all right, time to go. Have a fun one, guys. Right. So differentiate the body and the brain. Be kind to your brain. Be kind to yourself. Yeah. Not just your brain. Right. We're not great at it, but all of the self needs yes. to be taken care of. In one way or another. <laughs> I'm going to have Karen taken care of. (laughs) Oh, God, no. (laughs) Taken out back. (laughs) Beat her with sticks. (laughs) Can't just let it be. We can't just end it on a good note. Nope. It has to go back to the fuckery. Mm -hmm. All the nonsense. Well, it's fair. So uh, you're welcome. Yeah, I hope you guys have a good week. Yes. Or a few days until the next time we see you. Indeed. Oh, yes. We kind of are changing how we're putting these out, huh? Yeah. We might do a Saturday, Wednesday. Yes. Which would be nice, I think. I think so. If we can keep up with it. Yeah. Just understand that if they stop uploading, we'll probably say somewhere that we're dying. So It's a spoon thing. Yeah. It's not a you thing. It's us. <laughs> it's not you. It's I me. I think you'll understand, though. <laughs> like, if you can't watch, I understand. Sometimes I can't watch things either. Which is ridiculous. Sitting there and watching something is just draining. But, you know. It's true, though. Especially our podcast, which is really long. Right. Sorry about that. We we talk a lot. Like now when we're trying to end a fucking podcast. But we love you. And we'll see you next time. (laughs) Bye. Bye.